A sound voice with Digico. Hello and welcome to the Headliner Radio a Sound Voice podcast. Today we're with Francois Pair. Hi Francois. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Not bad at all. Good stuff, good stuff. So now you are a monitor engineer for the 1975, um, yes. of whom I'm a fan. How has lockdown been for you? Uh, you know, I think it's like everybody. It's been kind of a bit, a bit on the rough side. Um, you know, um, obviously, um, March, um, 14th is when I, I got home. Uh, we did, we did like a little video shoot in, in London and then, uh, yeah, I got sent home uh, as soon as that finished. Uh, since then I haven't had anything. Um, I had to kind of, um, I didn't really have help from the government here in the U S sure. it's been a, a bit of an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, you saying about you know getting help from the government. There's been uh, there's been a bit of bit of a push for that over here uh, in the UK. The hashtag We Make Events has been trending over the last couple of weeks. So that's basically um, a kind of call to action from the UK government to, to support the live events industry. And obviously, that's something that you know they've pledged um, uh, a certain amount, but only two million for for small venues, which which. A lot of people saying isn't going to be enough, um, which I mean, it, it isn't enough, quite frankly. And uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of protest against kind of the lack of support, really, that, that the, the live events industry is getting. And uh, and uh, obviously that's something that needs to happen worldwide, really, because, the, you know, there's so many so many cuts uh, on the jobs front and uh, people are losing a lot of money. So it's um, it's a bit of a dire situation, really. Yeah. It is. So, yeah. So for me, what I decided to do, because obviously, you know, I still have bills to pay and stuff, you know, so I decided not to wait and just I took a job, you know, like just a a job in the meantime, you know, like just but obviously the pay cut is pretty drastic, (laughs) you know, but it's like you got to you got to do what you got to do, you know. Mm -hmm. So and I think a few people has done that, you know, like I'm just I just can't wait to go back, you know. I was going to say, how how has it been not? you know, not being on the road, um, doing your, doing your usual stuff. Is it, has it been strange? Yes. Very. This is the longest I've been sitting at home for, in, in, you know, since I started this, like in the nineties, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, uh, a change. You know, I, uh, there's a few things I had to do to kind of adjust and, you know, to keep me sane in a way I had to kind of find some kind of routine. And because mm. basically being on the road is like, it's very routine, you know, like it's like day in, day out is the same stuff. So yeah. I had to kind of like do something similar here, you know, like, so, you know, like I do my, my, my time at the dog park every day and, you know, like mm. you just like stuff that, you know, and I spend time at home. So at least, you know, like with my partner, you know, I've, I've spent a lot more time with her than I did while I was on tour, which is nice, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not, obviously I'm not really doing what I, I, I do, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. Have you taken up any weird and wonderful hobbies at all while you've been there? While you've been no, to be honest with you, you know, unfortunately the job I took <laughs> to be able to make a living, I have to do all the overtime in the world. So therefore I just, I'm not, I'm not living right now. <laughs> I'm just definitely just surviving, you know, there's no life. It's just work and sleep and dog park basically. Sure. You know? <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about you and uh, and how you started doing what you what you do, which is which is you're a monitor engineer, um, yep. and like I say, on the road a lot. 
how did you first get into that and uh and you know working with the band how did that how did that first come about working with the 1975 or working in general uh working with the 1975 well so working with 1975 uh i i started with them in 2015 uh, at the time, I was uh, when I got the call, I was on tour with uh, Edina Menzel, okay. uh, the the lady from Frozen and many Broadway, uh, fantastic singer, fantastic human being. Mm. But uh, yes, I was on tour and uh, I had done like a bunch of tour as a kind of uh, me and, and uh, another engineer, front of house guy called Jay Rigby. We do a lot of stuff together. We're kind of uh, you know a um, bit of a team, kind of a bit like you know your your pooch and tater and there's a bunch of kind of <laughs> so, guys so are. he's jay's front of house right yes okay and you know so we uh we tried to do stuff together and um uh, roly oliver at the time was working for uh, a day sound and he kind of recommended me and jay to uh to uh to work with the 1975 basically and so we got a call and they they tried us on and that's it. You know, we just kind of stayed there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, obviously the guy that was there before me had a different approach and we definitely, uh, I did a lot of changes on monitor wise. Okay. Uh, when I, when I turned up, uh, definitely like, you know, it changed for, uh, you know, I think it's the better cause obviously I'm still there. So, um, you know, I, uh, we're now like five years later, I'm still there. So yeah. I'm definitely doing, you must have right. made some, some changes for the better then in that case. Yes. Okay, cool. So let's talk about those changes. Um, you on monitoring. Uh, we're talking Digico console. Uh, yep. Firstly, what console are you, are you using? I'm um, on an SD5. Okay. Uh, and yeah, the reason was, uh, you know, I I have a, a, a soft spot for the SD7, like most people. Um, I think you know, budget wise, the SD5 was cheaper. Um, I could do what I you know, would, you know, everything I needed to do on the the five. Um, and, uh, so, so obviously, uh, uh, money, money, money wise, that was a kind of a, uh, a big, big thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just trying to stay in the budget, you know, like obviously at the time, uh, 1975 was just kind of, it was coming up, you know, and obviously, you know, you can't show up and say, well, cool, I'm going to have like, you know, the best of everything. And, you know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, SD5, SD7, there's not much difference, you know, mm-hmm. as far as uh, all the features on the fives are there, you know, that, that, that I needed were there. So, yeah, um, yeah. And what uh, is it, what is it you particularly like about the five? Is there any um, sort of particular features that, that stand out for you that, that really come in the handy? Macro, the macros layout is very good. Mm. Uh, you know, like having the 10 buttons into four banks instead of five into eight banks. Uh, that was a big plus, um, you know, um, I had a three screen, so it was better than the, than the 10. The 10 was like another thing I could have went for, but just the one screen was kind of, you know. So, I, yeah, it was just the, 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 the layout was, was perfect for me, really, you know. Okay. So I, um, I decided to go with the five. And uh, obviously sound and everything. Just like, I, I just like the digital products, you know. I think uh, they... Um, Somehow they 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 can it, all the digital desk is kind of serves the monitor guy really yeah. well you know more than other uh, manufacturer I feel you know just the ergonomics you know like how everything's laid out is just fast I mean that's what monitor monitor mixing is you know yeah. you have to deliver a good product really fast and digital definitely like in the mark that way you know they definitely kind of 
uh, brought in, you know, compared yeah. to, like I said, other manufacturers. Yeah, yeah. And talk to me about your workflow uh, when you're actually using the desk. Um, like you say, you've got to do things. You've got to have a rapid response all the time when you're when you're gigging. Uh, how, how does the how does the Digico product suit your workflow? Well, like I said, I use macros quite a bit. Obviously, the the snapshot um, is a big thing because you know, like when you have uh, the amount of mixes I'm I'm going. I, I mean, I have quite a bit going on and matrixes, and uh, you know, my matrix is full. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm close to like 30 odd, like mixes. So to be able to access things, you know, like you, you, and obviously I have a singer that is, uh, demanding, you know, so it's important to, to focus on, on him, uh, and, and try to, to serve everybody too. So snapshots are kind of important. So I can actually really focus on, on Matty and make sure that he's happy, you know, and then. If, if other people are, uh, need, need, need um, help or stuff, I can just be there quite quickly too. So, so macros, like I said, are, are, are quite important. Snapshots, um, just the way I, 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 I set up the, my layers. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. How versatile would you say the desks are? Super versatile. The sound quality is, is uh, great. Uh, the flow of the desk makes this desk, you know, stand out for me, you know? Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's the one. Going back a little bit, I assume you freelance as a monitor engineer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so how, how did you kind of get into that in the first place? Well, if we go back, like, you know, like back when I, I, I was a kid and whatever, you know, I was a musician to start with. Um, so I was, a, I was a session drummer for, for many years. Okay. Um, and, um, and that's how I became, I, I got into sound is, I, you know, it's interesting, but I actually hated like, there's one tour I was doing with, with, the, with a band in, in Canada back in, in the day. And I just hated monitors every day. I was just like, I, I it's not good. You know? <laughs> so I got into, uh, into it and just so I could do it myself. You know, so I would just kind of go on the, on, on the, on a, a gig and ask for tales and I had my own desk and I would do my own thing. And, um, and, and I started learning it that way. And then when I moved to England in, um, in, um, in the late nineties, I, I couldn't work to start with because of the type of visa I had. And so I went to school and kind of just brush up and just kind of learn stuff, you know, uh, audio wise. And, uh, and then I started like doing like little, little bars and club gigs and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then in 2003, uh, I, I worked for a small regional company, um, for a minute, uh, you know, a couple of years. And, uh, I, you know, I, I learned a lot there. Um, and then in 2007, I got really kind of my first kind of tour, like proper tour before that it was kind of like bits and pieces here and there, but you know, and at the time it was with the Hoosiers, okay. uh, I was doing front of house. And when I finished with that, I ended up on the Amy McDonald, okay. uh, monitors for Amy McDonald for a couple of years. And then after that, I got Passion Pit and then Foster the People and, and then 30 Seconds to Mars, Nas. And it just, it just kind of went up that way, you know? And then obviously uh, Queen of the Stone Age and 1975 are kind of more, more recent. Yeah, some great, uh, some great names there. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it must be weird for you now to not be 
on the road doing your thing um with the guys you know what's, oh, yeah. what's 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 been the hardest thing would you say about about um kind of being in lockdown well you know like i said it's you you build like um uh you build a relationship and stuff on the road you know and you you end up um it's like your family, you know, like you spend more time on the road than you are at home in a way, you know? Mm. So obviously you get really close. So then all of a sudden it's just, you go home and you go, well, where are my friends? Where are my, you know, my people, you know, it, it's just, and obviously also the routine, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I, like I was saying earlier on, um, touring is very routine based, you know, like for me, you know, at 10 o'clock, I just get in the venue, do a scan, start like, you know, doing RF and then set up my world and, you know, sync all, all the packs and everything, clean ears, do a line check. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's every day, the same kind of thing. All of a sudden you, you, that, that's gone. Mm, like, mm. Okay, so, so what do we do? It's strange, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, so of course, at first it was like, and everybody did it. At first, it was like, oh well, cool. Well, we've got a bit of time off. Let's just learn stuff. Yeah. So now we're doing like Zoom meeting every day, and we're like, <laughs> you know, like I mean, I, I did all kinds of like training. You know, mm-hmm. I did the OSHA thirty, you know, for like health and safety, mm-hmm. and then I was doing like networking stuff with Dante and all kinds of stuff. Okay. You know, and then all of a sudden it's just like, well, I'm kind of zoomed out now. You know. <laughs> I think we're all a little bit zoomed out. Uh, exactly. Quizzes. So, so everybody was like, well, enough of the training. Then it's like, well, I kind of need some money. Well, maybe it's time to get the job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have the, uh, have the guys thought about kind of live streaming a gig? Uh, that's something that a few artists and bands have, have looked at um, recently, just to kind of keep that contact with the fan base. And uh, yeah, we, keep busy. I haven't heard anything, to be honest, you know? Okay. Uh, it's definitely like been like kind of like well we'll let you know you know like there was we were supposed to do like a um a couple of shows in in japan in september but that kind of went through and uh it went away so it, it was just like well okay so we don't really know to be honest you know like maybe uh in the beginning of the year but again it's just let's just see i don't think uh until we get a vaccine we're going to be doing much to be honest you know yeah, I, th- I think you're right. There's still a lot of uns- uncertainty uh, in in all industries, really, and uh, and live events is and gigging is is one of them that's obviously been massively affected. Um, yeah, what, what, and what obviously you- us being in the US, like I mean, like you know, uh, Team Audio of the 1975 were all US based, and uh, it's kind of a, a bit of a tricky one because it's like, well, how do we travel now? Because nobody wants to kind of. Mm-hmm see any american based people <laughs> you know because we have a lot of cases and it's like and it's not getting any better and it's just kind of like just wish people would wear masks and stop doing parties you know oh, right yeah everyone just uh everyone just listened and played by the rules we'd uh yes. and then just, <laughs> let's get rid of it you know just kind of let's tame it and and then we can think of you know but uh you know some people <laughs> How do you, you know, in what way do you kind of envisage um, us getting out of this? When when we do get out of it, um, do you do you think it's going to take quite a while for us to get back to normal when it when it comes to to live music? I mean, everybody's like has their theory on how it's going to, you know, how we're going to start again. But um, yeah, I you know I don't know. I think a lot of people wants to do con- wants to see concert. I think you know like people in general are missing you know entertainment and i think Mm -hmm. once it starts again it's like you know everybody's gonna 
want to go out, you know, and a lot of people will want to go see concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I think like other, um, other industries and everything are, are reopened or are reopening or, you know? Yeah. So, so at least people are making money. It's just us that we're not, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, like then once, <laughs> once we get going, then hopefully like people will be like, well, let's, let's, let's go see so-and-so and so-and-so. And I think it, it would be interesting for, for us crew, you know, like there'd be so many people trying to go out that it might be kind of tricky and we might have to kind of, uh, well, I mean, might not have enough people to cover all the positions. Yeah, you know? yeah, or you might just be flat out with with shows for a while, which <laughs> won't be such a bad thing. Uh, it's but... not a bad thing, but it's like sometimes it's like depending on which band you're with. So I know, I know a lot of engineers that can like do like two, three bands at the same time. You know, yeah, yeah. somehow, like if you work for the 1975, you can't. There's no way. Okay. You know, like you are solid on tour all year round. Yeah, you, yeah, you know. Like if when we when we go, it's like it, I might be at home for a month in the whole year. If oh that busy, you know? okay, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's like you know, like you're out like four months at a time, mm-hmm. you know, and then you come back home for five days and you're back out for another three months. You know, like it's it's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. You know, they 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 are one of the hardest working band out there for sure. You know. Okay. Okay. Cool. That must be really exciting though, as well. It's obviously a lot of time spent away from home, but it's also um, quite satisfying, right? Uh, playing, you know, to the to the, you know, playing big shows, playing to um, huge audiences. So yeah, it's great. Um, let's just hope everything kind of settles and goes back to normal as soon as possible, really, and as, as safely as possible. That's all we can kind of hope for at the moment, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, I was going to just touch on the Digico stuff again. Um, of in terms of, uh, you know. If you if you're in a situation where you're you're on monitors and 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 something kind of goes wrong, is there um, you know, if, or if you encounter a, a, a hiccup, a problem, um, is there anything you know? Can you think of any situations where something's kind of gone wrong and you've had to you've had to react quickly and, and deal with that and, and fix the problem quickly? How have you done? How have you gone about that? I mean, I had it once. I actually, was on Clear Stone Age where we. Uh, my optocore stops, my card would stop working completely. Uh, so it was kind of like, well, that's cool. Uh, I can't see any of my stage track. So what are we going to do? You know? Yeah. And uh, we, we didn't have any Maddie kind of cabling with us spare, but we, we ended up, it was in, um, in Alberta and, um, in uh, Edmonton. Okay. And we, we basically borrowed Maddie cables from the house <laughs> and we're like, Hey, uh, can you help us out? And they did, which was nice. We just plugged that and did the show and we're like, well, can we take it for a couple more days? Because we're in Canada and it was kind of hard for, um, for a day to, who was a provider to send us stuff really quickly and stuff and, and to kind of like save money for everybody or whatever. So we're like, well, look, can we, can we borrow those cables from you for a few days? And then, you know, when we get to the US, then we will we'll, uh, we'll we'll send post it back them. to you. Yeah. We'll post what them. we did, you know, like we did like, I think it was like two or three shows with those, that, 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 that loom basically. And then once we, uh, we finished with it, we just sent it back to them. And, you know, they were very nice to, to, to lend it to us. And that kind of like helped us out. You know, it was kind of nice that you could, you know, other, other manufacturers don't have that, that kind of, different ways of doing things, you know, mm-hmm. where this, that, that was a kind of a cool thing where, okay, my optocore is not working, but I can go, I can use, you know, uh, the Maddie and off we go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you kind of built up a bit of a relationship with, with the company itself over the years? Absolutely. You know, like 
there's um, yeah, you have obviously uh, people in the UK, and uh, you know, you have Tim Jackson and uh, uh, Mr. Saunders, and then we have like you know guys in in, uh, in the US that I call like regularly just to kind of like when I have issues, or if not, you know, if we see them at festivals or whatever, mm-hmm. we always hang out, and you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. No, I mean, it's a great, great company. They, they are always there to support you. And, you know, like you have issues, you call them up and they, they sort you out, you know? There's yeah. No, yeah, it's good. Where, you know, other manufacturers, maybe not so much, but these guys are always there for you, which is nice. And they also listen to what you have to say, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, oh man, when I started with Digico, like on the good old D1 and the D5, you know? <laughs> and they were saying, like, well, you know, what do you think we should do? You know? Like, I was like, well, you could maybe like do this and maybe you could add that. And and then they were like, oh yeah, that could be cool. And then all of a sudden, it's like you have all this stuff, like you know, like these these features, like especially like the, now the quantum stuff, you know, like yeah, yeah. you have like um, you know, you know, then uh, all the new the new features are just incredible, you know. Is there anything we've obviously touched on uh, a lot of the features that you that you like? Is there anything else that you particularly find yourself? going back to with the desks and, and any, any, any particular features that you find yourself using a lot of the time? I use everything to be honest, you know, like it's not uh, like most of, I don't really use that much outboard. I don't use any waves or anything. You okay. know, uh, it's all internal apart from a few outboards. Like I, I usually have, I and mean, Queen of was different. I had like, you know, quite a bit of outboard stuff because uh, Josh wanted me to kind of have like specific things. But like my usually go to is like you know I have a couple of effects units and uh, maybe a distressor and something like that and that's going to be me you know mm-hmm. and, and the rest is all in the desk you know and and the stuff is great it sounds good you know it's easy to use fast you know like it works with you know like, like I said with snapshots and yeah you that's the desk is great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't say more. It's just kind of like, it's just like, I keep, you know, from tour to tour, if you're not happy with something, you go, oh, well, I'll just go to this desk at this desk. But I mean, foster the people, I had an SD7, you know, and then uh, I did a bit of with Halsey, it was an, an SD5. Right. Did, uh, I mean, um, 95 is an SD5, uh, SD5 on uh, and, a bit, and SD7 for Queen of Stone Age. You know what I mean? It's just I keep going back to yeah. Digical. Yeah. Well, they're doing something right, you know? Yeah, you know, being a big big fan of their products is uh, is really cool because you get that you get that treatment, like you say, you get that customer service and you get that that relationship. I do think, like especially, I mean, no, I, I not just monitors. I think it's in general. I think it's it's becoming like the industry standard. Like where before, like back in the day, like you know, like uh, mid mid two thousand, like you know, like the PM five D was where you saw on monitors like every time. You know, like you went to a festival, it was always. PM5, you know, in front of house, it was, it was like always a, a, a profile always, you know? Yeah. And then now it's like digital, like everywhere all the time, you know? And you just go, well, all of a sudden it's just like, sorry, Yamaha, sorry, digital. I mean, sorry, uh, Avid, but you know, like digital, like is taking over. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for taking the time out to talk today. It's been, it's been fascinating actually. Uh, and it's been, it's been really great to talk. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the the call for sure, and uh, that that was fun. Thank you. Thanks so much, Francois. We'll uh, we'll catch up soon. You take care. Right, thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Cheers. 
Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.